Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out today. We've got Guy Relford here. We've got Chris Hammer here. And thank you so much for making us part of your big Independence Day extravaganza. Independence Day has become like a two or three day type of holiday for me. It's Independence Day plus, right? It starts with the 3rd of July. Of course, there's the 4th of July. And then you kind of need the recovery day of the 5th of July. That's kind of where I'm at with this holiday right now. And oh, by the way, we were talking about this earlier. We received a nasty email guy. We said we enjoy the 4th of July. And of course, there's always one guy. There's always one guy that says... It's Independence Day. That's the event. Fourth of July is just a date. We celebrate Independence Day. Yeah. I'm sure he's fun at parties. Hey, I'm sure I, he's fun. Hey, Einstein, when do we celebrate that? <laughs> so thank you so much for making us part of uh, your holiday. Now, we're having fun here, but there is a serious situation happening throughout central Indy and other parts of the state. The power situation. So let's go to the drivecubeboard.com hotline and bring on Kelly Young. She is the Director of Public Relations at AES Indiana. <laughs> Kelly, thank you for the time. I know the questions we're going to ask you are probably going to be a little on the uncomfortable side, but we're going to have a civil conversation about what's going on here. Let's start with what's happening right now. Where is AES at in terms of the power outages? Yep, absolutely. Thank you for asking. This morning, as of this morning, we were at 95% of restoration efforts uh, based on Thursday's storm. And one thing I want to mention about the storm that a lot of people don't understand is that it's uh, being referenced to and characterized as a derate show. This is a unique storm that really has the force of a hurricane and the mass of a tornado. So it did extreme damage, destructive winds in such a very short period of time. And on Thursday, we had more than 81,000 customers out with more than 2,600 separate incidents. So we haven't experienced something like this for more than 10 years. This is Guy. I have a question. You said um, 95% uh, have been restored. Where does that leave us in terms of numbers, um, in terms of that 5% right now that don't have energy? Yeah, so this morning we were focusing and, and throughout the day focusing on that 3,964 customers that were remaining without power after Thursday's storm. So I think what some um, people are seeing is that outage map, and they're going to that, the outage map, and that reflects some numbers. That's real time. So that's reflecting numbers that um, have people have experienced outage from Saturday or Sunday's winds and rainstorms, uh, uh, additional incidents from, from then. Kelly, so, where is you know, uh, we base this on that three thousand that number from Thursday storm? Kelly, where's AES at in terms of staffing? Is their full 
staff at AES right now, or are you guys short workers? I had somebody, and I don't know if this is fiction, fact, you know, I get a lot of messages here. They said that AES was short staff. Is that the case? No, we're not short staffed, and we were prepared for this storm. We we were uh, we're all hands on on deck on this uh, storm in particular. Uh, we have over seven hundred individuals working this this storm. Uh, we did bring in some crews from uh, out of state. That has nothing to do with uh, our numbers. I mean, certainly we pulled in, like I said, all of the all of the crews that we have, as well as uh, contractors. And uh, this this hit us hard, and and uh, our crews are out there working sixteen uh, hour plus shifts and uh, doing what they can to get this power back on. Kelly, uh, I'm sure staff. in a dynamic situation like yeah. this, it always is. It's going to strain any organization, and so we want to be completely fair. Um, and, 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 and having said that, we, we've gotten some reports from folks who have called customer service at AES. And, and for instance, when, they, when their power's out and their whole block is out, that, you know, that they've gotten responses from whoever answered the phone at customer service that, oh, no, you're wrong. Your, your power's been restored. You better just go try the breakers or whatnot when their whole block is still black. Are, are you guys, and again, it's a dynamic situation. It's a bit of a crisis unfolding that, you know, it happened very, very quickly. I was out in public on a motorcycle, by the way, and all of a sudden I looked around and this thing's coming through and trees are sideways. I mean, it caught a lot of people by complete surprise, so I want to be fair. But are, are you comfortable that the people answering the phones um, that there and that there's a, there's a system in, the, in place that gets them the real-time information they need to be responsive to people who call? Sure. We've uh, pulled in not only the lines crews and crews that you're seeing out in the field, but additional customer care services uh, as well, too. So we, like I said, all hands on deck with this storm. And uh, we know that customers are frustrated. They're trying to get through. We've had situations, I think one in particular, where, you know, again, just a reminder for people to make sure that when they're calling, uh, that they're calling our customer service department and they're, uh, they're reporting their outage. So if you press three, you're getting our outage department if you're pressing two you're getting our customer service again we're we're staffing all of those uh numbers with our full uh customer care team but uh wanting to make sure that that customers understand that again pressing two is a service department pressing three is an outage again to your point about you know customers um seeing like you know why do my neighbors across the street have power but i don't uh one thing that you know we try to make customers understand you know customers on different sides of the street are supplied with different power from separate connections so if a problem you know may occur on your side of the street they may be pulling from a different line and may lose power so we encourage and and want our customers to call us we rely on our customers to call us and let us know about their power outage and not assume that just because their neighbor uh, is out that they've called as well too so we, we need all of us all together in this and uh, making this a priority for chatting with Kelly Young. She's the director of public relations for AES Indiana. Kelly, let's go back to the storm itself. You mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, this was for a short period of time, the equivalent of like hurricane force winds. And then of course there were down power lines, down trees and all that kind of stuff. So what's the response when people say, we live in Indiana, tornadoes happen here all the time, winter storms happen all the time, and it's never been this bad. And at the same time, we see places like Florida that have a Cat 5 hurricane go through like Sanibel Island or whatever, and they're up and they're functioning within a couple of days. What's the response to that? 
Yeah, and that's fair. Uh, like I said, this is the most significant storm we've had uh, here in Indianapolis and Indiana uh, in the last decade as it relates to, to damage and to storms. And again, that number of incidents that, that I said, you know, eighty one over 81,000 customers, and again, 2,600 plus separate incidents of damage in the Indianapolis area, not to mention how it impacted the entire state. So uh, we've, uh, you know, we're addressing this. We've got crews that are, you know, I think that the other challenging thing for people to understand is this, this damage, you know, we have these trees, it's twofold. So a lot of, a lot of, uh, tree damage on wires, poles, and um, we've got to get the, the the trees moved so that our guys can get to the lines and repair those as well too. But first, first we've got to clear those those trees out. This is probably a, a very difficult question to answer, but is there a um, an estimate? Uh, is there a timeline? Um, in other words. And again, I'm sure this is going to change in real time as crews are on the ground and they're still discovering additional damage and whatnot. But if someone still has their power out, is 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 there a, a prognosis there? I guess to use a medical term to say, you know what, we're we're going to have everybody up and running, barring some additional weather event or other something else unforeseen, that by a particular time and date we're going to have everybody back up and running. Yeah, our our goal, and why I keep saying, you know, we're that 95% as of this morning, our goal is to have and, and continue to have um, 100% from Thursday's storm, uh, even later tonight and, and into the morning. The challenging part that we had, too, I, I want to make sure that I address is that not only did we have that uh, unique storm on Thursday, but our crews were also faced with, and, you know, Central Indiana was faced with additional storms. So we had uh, severe rain and, and storms move in even Saturday and Sunday that we're dealing with as well, too, and that our crews were dealing with as well, too. So um, uh, now I start rambling, and I forget to your original question, which is about the ETRs, and people want to know. Uh, that's hard to predict, that ETR for storms, especially uh, when we need to get to the location to know what we're really dealing with. So we're able to, to work through those and share that information as we learn, but first our crews have to assess that situation, and they need to be on site and understand what that situation is. Uh, and how much time it'll take to restore. But I know that's frustrating for customers because they do want to know, hey, when are you going to, when's my power going to go on? And uh, our goal is for uh, those that were impacted on from Thursday's storm is to get you up as you know quickly and safely as we can. And again, trying to hope that that's uh, later tonight even. Kelly, last couple things here before we let you go. Yeah, Again, sure. thank you so much for joining <laughs> us here. I know it's not the easiest conversation in the world. Number one, what has uh, your company learned as a result of this? Does there need to be another contingency plan in place? And number two, and this is kind of bizarre, but a lot of listeners are sending me this. There's a lot of misinformation out there in this world of AI and Photoshop and all that stuff. Was there a Facebook post that you put out where you're lounging by the pool talking about people having their power lines down? Was that real? I highly doubt that. But um, okay. your first question about what we've learned is, uh, you know, we've learned that this was a serious event. Uh, we have uh, different playbooks in, in that we re that we're ready to 
pursue when we have a storm, right? So like I said, this is something that we hadn't experienced for more than a decade. So we're learning from a communication standpoint, you know, social media is definitely one where people are able to express not only um, their opinions, but also to share information and, and to ask questions. And we're trying to address those as quickly as we can, in addition to what our crews are doing out there um, uh, on customer service. We're also learning, you know, what's the right message? What resonates with customers? What do they want to see? We, we, you know, we think that we want to show the storm and the damage and people are saying, you know, don't post the pictures, uh, get, get my power up. So we're trying to address um, all of these concerns. I think we all are, uh, when we go through something like this, is we can all have a learning lesson and, and, and know what to do and to do, to do better. But in this situation, I feel like our crews, you know, they're out there working 24-7 and, and like I said, working 16-hour-plus shifts and uh, doing what they can. And we're, we're um, trying to help support them while also supporting our in in-office personnel as well too and there was this picture making its way around again if this is news to you i just want to make sure you're aware of it it looks like it's from your facebook page and it says just got home i have one hour before my next team storm call you'll find me poolside checking my emails continuing to monitor the storm communications long day more on the way that wasn't your yeah absolutely I know which post you're talking about. Sure. Um, I did post that. And uh, I think I also posted the day before what I thought my day was going to be like and what it is. This storm took us all by surprise. I had hoped to be out there with my friends and family and poolside all weekend. And uh, um, I'm here caring for and, and wanting to be here and reactive and responsive to our customers as well, too. So like many others, um, you know, we're, we're responding and reacting to the storm. I, I Like I said, hope to have had barbecues and Hope to have been poolside and with my family as well, just like our our crews. And uh, we're we're canceling our holiday plans and and uh, wanting to make sure that we're staffing and and being responsive to uh, to those that are out there. Director of Public Relations, AES Indiana, Kelly Long, Kelly Young. Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Kelly. You bet.